Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. The Ravens got a dominant 28-3 win in Cleveland back in first place in the AFC North alone at 3-1. Everybody else in the division lost, but not the Ravens. I mean, goodness gracious, Garrett, let's break this thing down. What was what was the big thing for you? Kind of what told the story in this game? Well, you, could, you just skipped over the size them up. I mean, this is a size them up Sunday. Oh, my gosh. It very much you, a size them you're up. You're just going to skip you win, past you win, that? A 28-3 size by, up? Yeah, exactly. You win by 25 on the road against the, the number one defense in the league. That's a size them up, baby. Yeah, big time. I mean, I thought it was um, I thought it was a very well-played game by the Ravens across the board. The defense was dominant. The Browns were not going to get anything going on offense all game. It just wasn't happening. Like, they could have had the ball... 100 more times, and they were not going to put up many points. Like, they really weren't. The Ravens' defense was just too yeah. good. They were physical. They controlled the line of scrimmage. You know, the Browns are obviously playing without their starting quarterback, Deshaun Watson, which was kind of a surprise for them, you know, a couple hours before the game. But but still, I think that this defense played a heck of a game. They were dominant. And then on offense, the Ravens were really efficient. And I thought this was I, – I think overall this is one of the best games Lamar's played, like, in totality. Mm. Like, I don't know if it's number one or whatever, but I think, like, overall, I thought that this was one of the best games he's played. Total command of the offense. Got it done with his with his arm and with his legs. Delivered some absolutely perfect, perfect passes in this game. Yep. I just thought he was he was tremendous. Yeah, yeah, I agree with all that. So let's, let's start out on the offensive side. Uh, you know, the Ravens coming off a tough one against the Colts offensively. Uh, and and then you go up against the number one defense. And by the way, you still don't have Ronnie Stanley, mm-hmm. right? You lose Morgan Moses to a shoulder injury in the first half. You don't have Odell Beckham Jr. You don't have Rashad Bateman, right? We all know, you know, uh, J.K. Dobbins still obviously. You're shorthanded on offense, and you're going against a really good defense in their place. And the and the the stadium's cranked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, tough assignment. That's a tough assignment, really tough right? Assignment. And and like I I still think even after this game, the Browns defense is very good, mm-hmm. right? Game starts off and it ain't looking so hot for the Ravens. I mean, Browns defense is flying around. Miles Garrett is a problem immediately. They had three and outs on three of their first four drives. The one exception was a 10 yard touchdown run by Lamar Jackson. That was set up by an interception return. Brandon Stevens had more yards of offense than the Ravens did in the yeah. first quarter. <laughs> right. And, and, and then the, so that's the first four drives. The fifth one, you start to move the ball and you have a fumble, mm-hmm. 
right? And you're just like, oh my gosh, more of the sloppiness from last week against the Colts. But then the poise on, I think it was a 93-yard touchdown drive to go down the field really on the ru- the legs of yeah. the running game. I mean, to get the, the running game cranked up on that drive was huge for the Ravens. Eight-play, 93-yard drive. Gus, Justice, Melvin Gordon kind of setting it up with a 22-yard run to really kind of gash the, the Browns' defense, which had not been used to playing this many plays, by the way. To gash them on the ground and just hit some right up the gut, really, I think was the difference in this game. Early yeah, I, I, I I'm with you. I think the, the getting that ground game going, like when the when the stadium's cranked up, when the defense is swarming, yep. when the offense looks like it's kind of sputtering, it is sputtering out of the gate. To be able to just then get a ground game rolling, it just takes the heat off. It just it just kind of like is an exhale collectively for an offense. And then you can, when you can turn and just hand the ball off to your running backs and they can pick up some chunk plays, it changes everything. Yep. And so, yeah. yeah. Then the, then the second, the second drive too. So I think the ground game, you know, they ran for over a hundred yards in the first half. Right. But beyond that, you know, two things that stand out to me, it's, it's getting some, a few big plays and, and Lamar really is the man to credit for those. I mean, the, the beautiful dropped wheel route touch pass to Melvin Gordon for 23 yards. This is on the yep. following drive, right? Then you're facing a second and 29, and he just extends the play and hits Zay Flowers for a 43-yarder. I mean, just one of those, those just like crazy yep. Lamar yep. plays, right? And even on the, on the drive before, the big play, it was a short you know, escape pressure dump it off to Mark Andrews, kind of one of those ones where I'm, I'm watching and you're like, no, 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 no. Do not throw <laughs> yeah. that ball across the field, across your body. And then, yes, 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 you know, go. And like, so just some Lamar magic. And, and then to cap that drive off with the throw to, to Mark Andrews in the back corner of the end zone, you know, another one where it's like Lamar's kind of fading pressure, back foot throw, and you're like, yeah, you know, multiple defenders, but just put it in the per- perfect spot for Mark who just mosses on just big dogs. I liked, I liked the line from uh, Charles Davis on the broadcast, you know, put it up high where the kids can't get it. Um, that, yep. that was a great line from him. And um, yeah, like that throw from Lamar, it couldn't have been any better. Like that's when I say that, I thought he'd play one of his best games. Like I'm thinking about that throw. I'm thinking about the, the pass to Melvin Gordon and credit to Melvin Gordon. Nice hands catch by him on that play for running back. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought um, even the one that, that was incomplete, Nelson Aguilar just couldn't get his two feet down, but that was a that was a perfect yep. throw. That was from a nice Lamar throw too. So like, the, yep. And the one to and the one to Zay. Yeah, I mean, that was just more like was, that was just, like the the Lamar magic play. Um, yeah. That like I've seen that. But you're speaking just yeah, the precise throws. Of some yeah. of those throws, like you couldn't have dropped the ball from the Melvin Gordon pass. He he dropped that in a bucket. I mean, he couldn't have thrown that any better if he was two feet yep. away from him. So like, those are the throws that I'm just really excited to see him making. And um, I think that we're seeing, you know, kind of continued development of him. And when he's throwing the ball like that, this offense is going to be really tough to stop, especially when they get some of the other weapons back. Yeah, and I thought that John Harbaugh, after the game, really pointed to Lamar Jackson's poise and the control that he had of the offense, said he's, you know, the general of the offense today. And and I completely agree. You know, the the Browns' defense puts a lot of stress on you. And like we said, in that environment – it's tough, and, and for, for them to kind of play with that kind of poise, especially when you get off to a slow start and, and you have another fumble, you know, for it to kind of not come unraveled there and to keep it together, keep the train on the tracks, uh, I think says a lot to, about the development of this offense. And golly, I just I can't wait to see 
when some of these guys get back on the field and get healthier, what this offense can be as you continue to grow. It's, it's week to week, right? Like you don't want to get too ahead of yourselves. It was kind of a tough week one, good week two, tough week three, good week four, right? We need to stack, we need to stack good on good. But hopefully, and I would certainly expect that as the Ravens get more players healthy and back on the field, that should be the case. Yeah, it's interesting. Like you look at Lamar's stats, you know, 15 and 19, 186 yards, two passing touchdowns, also had the two rushing touchdowns. This is the first time in his career, by the way, that he had two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns, you know, multiple of each. Which is kind of crazy. I would have thought that would have happened. That didn't happen in 19. It is crazy. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that was that, that. I think speaks to how how well he played, and he's a, another game where really high completion percentage. I mean, fifteen and nineteen, like he he's not throwing many incompletions, and mm-hmm. I think that's yep. part of the efficiency of this offense. I mean, he's over seventy percent on the season, you know, completion percentage wise. That's that's yep. tremendous, and so I think that. Part of it's the accuracy and, and you know putting the ball in the right spot, but I just think overall it speaks to the efficiency of the offense. And like when I think about what, when the offense, when the Ravens, when he won the MVP in 2019, efficiency was like such yep. a such a big piece of that offense. Like he didn't have gaudy passing statistics that season. He had great running stats. Well, he led the he, league in touchdowns, but, but, but yeah. it was it was efficient. And like I'm seeing elements of right. that over the course of this season, especially today. Right. And, and, and let's be honest. I mean, the red zone offense has been a oh, yeah. huge, there's been a huge improvement in the red zone offense. That was the Ravens bugaboo last year, right? They, they were, were they sec 32nd in the league? I mean, they struggled in the red zone last year. Todd Munkin, you know, credit to him, you know, not just in the, in the red zone offense where the Ravens went four for four today, but just also being patient and staying with the run game, you know, not, not, not getting out of whack staying patient, staying with it. And I think there are some people who the first few drives are like, all right, we got to take some more shots here. And, you know, we got to be a little more aggressive. And, hey, the, the, the approach worked out on back-to-back long touchdown yeah, drives. Yeah. <clears throat> totally. And, and, you know, I think that, like, I think the, if you're looking at this game, the, uh, I don't know, the, the, the criticism of it, it obviously is going to be the absence of Deshaun Watson. And so the Browns defense was on that. Well, wait, wait, was on wait. the field a ton. Go, uh, they were on the field a ton mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah, because sure. they couldn't do anything offensively. And so I think they kind of got worn down over the course of that game a little bit. But you know, the well, but not. I mean, I, I don't really. I mean, it wasn't like sure the Ravens put up a late touchdown to mm-hmm. Mark Andrews, but like they won the well, game the, the first it was like half. Twenty-one three at half. It was twenty-one to three in the first half. I mean, you can't say that they just the Ravens basically won the game. With those two touch long touchdown drives, that that won the game. That obviously that was enough. They only needed yeah. three. One of <laughs> they only needed four. Yeah, I mean, one, one, to one win. of them might have done it. You know, they might have just been <laughs> exactly <laughs> after the uh, after the Brandon Stevens. You know, the Brandon Stevens interception, Lamar touchdown on the next play. Like that was that was enough. That was sufficient. Yeah. That was ball game <laughs> exactly. So so I, I I don't know that they really you know it was the Browns defense wearing down. I, I think that like. They just ran well against them, and, and uh, yeah, they, they popped some runs, and, and they were physical against them. I think that the Ravens were certainly out to prove that, you know, this Browns defense getting all the hype, number one in the league and all that stuff. Like, yeah, they're good, but, like, you know, we're oh, pretty yeah. good too, right? And, and, and when you're just when you're, when you're sizing it up after this game, you say, who is better? The Ravens offense mm-hmm. was better. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? They yep. won. Yeah. 
And, and, and it's not like you have to win the, every single play, but you, on offense, you hit some big plays and you run it, the, you know, you do as well as they did in the red zone. You run it as well as they did. That's, that's a winning yeah. formula. And, and let's also, I just, I do want to shout out Mark mm-hmm. Andrews. Yeah. I mean, this week, Todd Munkin said, you know, he's healthy. He's healthier than he's been all year. He seems like he's full speed and you see that. And, and secondarily, that guy, you know how like AJ Brown was the Ravens yeah. killer. Mark Andrews might be the Browns killer. That dude is a, you know, they got the dog pound. Mark Andrews is top dog. Yeah, he hit. I got to say my dog of the week until I watch the film, but Mark Andrews is a Yeah, I think that's a fair fair assessment snap judgment after that game yeah he makes big play and he always does it in cleveland too actually the the touchdown that he scores right before halftime that happened previously where he there was i forget what game it was and what year it was a couple years ago mm-hmm. where he caught like a ridiculous pass right before halftime in in that game and i was like getting a little deja vu there that he comes up with like a big play right before halftime um to kind of set, create some separation for the ravens yeah he he has big moments against the browns and i think that we're seeing him healthy and also with like the other weapons out it's like, all right, back to old faithful here. You know, you got to get things exactly. rolling here. Who do you turn to? Okay, well, you turn to one of the best tight ends of the game, and it just makes plays happen. Yep, the other absolutely. thing, too, is like on so, Miles Garrett, just on him real quick, like, I mean, you can see, like, he's he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Like, he has game-wrecking potential, and he made, his, he made his presence felt at times. Like, he had three quarterback hits, a sack. He got into the backfield on plenty of plays. But with that said— Didn't he have two sacks? Only listed—only have— only give him one sack. Okay. Um, all right. You know, but even, even with all that, like, he didn't wreck the game. Like, that's what you want right. to avoid with him. Like, as he did last week in their game against Tennessee, he completely wrecked that game and just took command. And the Ravens had a good game plan in place for him. They threw a lot at him. Browns move him all over the place. And so, like, you're not going to you're not gonna completely shut him down. It's really hard to do that. No. But they did a— It's, it's a limit, limit him situation. Limit him. And then— Especially yep. when you have you got Pat McCary out there, and all credit—that's no shade on Pat, you know—but like, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a tough assignment. And for I give Pat McCary. McCary a ton of credit and for battling. I mean, he's out there sure. battling against one of the best players in football, you know, who's got this incredible size and athleticism advantage over him. But Pat goes out there and he gives his all every snap, and and he held his own and kept McCary from yep. or kept uh, Miles Garrett from wrecking the game. Absolutely. And that's kind of what we've seen in the history of this. Miles Garrett came into the game, I think, 10 games against the Ravens, six sacks. So, like, you know, not bad, but also not wrecking the game. And that's the Ravens have done a good job of kind of keeping him at bay somewhat. So, yeah, big props to the Ravens offensive line. And, and you know, Fala Lele had to finish the game, play the second half, right? He, he gave up one sack too, but also battled hard. I think this is a game where it was really great to have Tyler Linderbaum back up the middle. That That makes a big difference. And I thought the running backs really ran well. Gus Edwards, as always, ran hard. Melvin Gordon, you know, I thought played pretty well. Justice Hill, we didn't see a whole lot. I mean, only three carries, but 33 yards. Had a long one called back because of penalty. Um, But I thought Justice looked pretty good. And maybe just, you know, the second half with him coming back from the foot injury this week, they might have just said, all right, second half of this game, we're going to rest you basically. Basically. All right, let's flip it over to the defense side. Let's take a quick break and then come back and do defense. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break 
and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All right, we're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. Also, we want to give a shout-out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens, and it has a limited-time offer you don't want to miss. If you're a new customer and you use the promo code FLOCK, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK, and you need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. You need to be 21 or older to play and physically present in Maryland. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call... 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so what do you think of uh, the defense out there? You think they were, uh, you know, maybe tired of hearing people talk about how the Browns had the best defense in the league? I think a little bit. <laughs> uh, this this wasn't a fair fight. I mean, let's just be honest, right? You, I, I mean, honestly, like late in the game, uh, I don't remember who hit. I think it was Roquan. Roquan hit Dorian Thompson yeah. Robinson. He's a fifth round rookie out of UCLA. He hit him kind of on a stunt, hit him after he threw the ball. And like part of me honestly like felt bad for the kid. Like yeah, I was just he took like a ton of shots today. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it he got fed to the wolves, to the dogs. Let's keep it on, <laughs> on, on the team here. I mean, when they <laughs> showed the, that little like the, montage, like the 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 hit montage, like oh. everybody got in on the action. Like he took he took a ton of shots today, and he's gonna feel yeah. that. I mean, it, it just wasn't a fair fight. I mean, and it, it wasn't just that. It wasn't just, I mean, A, the Ravens defense really played well on all three levels. The run defense was superb. They gave up a late, long 40-yard run, but outside of that, like, nothing. I mean, they, they gave up 53 yards mm-hmm. outside of that long, late fourth-quarter run against the, when the Ravens had their backups in, or some backups at least, right? And so really good run defense after you got gashed last week by the Texans. They got quarterback pressure, like we were talking about. Dorian Thompson Robinson took a ton of hits. Uh, got sacked. How many times was it here? How many sacks we get? Four, four sacks. And then it seemed like the Ravens got a hand on like half of his passes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the coverage was excellent across the board. Start with Brandon Stevens getting the party started. Friend of the lounge the interception off. Yeah. Friend of the lounge, tip ball by Arthur Millette, and, and Brandon Stevens comes down with it, and credit to him for getting back up in the long return. He was trying to one-up Geno Stone <laughs> um, and uh, almost pick sixes it. I mean, that really kind of turned the game, yeah. you know? I mean, that was that was the early shot of momentum the Ravens needed, and like we said, the seven points they got off of that were all they ended up having to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, 
Yeah, I mean, really good play at all three levels by the Ravens defense. Yeah, like, honestly, it, it didn't feel like any yard came easy for the Browns. It felt like they no. were grinding for anything. And the Ravens play a physical style of defense. Roquan Smith sets the tone on that. And um, and you could feel it. Like, you could just see that, like, it was, it was a slog out there for the Browns with their backup quarterback. And they were fighting for every yard, and the Ravens weren't giving it up easy. Like, they were making them Here, work. Yep. The, John Harbaugh after the game said the Ravens really didn't change their defensive plan, even with the late kind of scratch and news that uh, Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play. Here's the thing. I don't know that it would have been that different with Deshaun Watson in the game. I think it would have been different. I don't think it would have been that different. That's how well I thought the Ravens defense played. Yeah, I think that they're... I think they have the ability to be one of the best. And you consider the fact that Marlon Humphrey and uh, Marcus Williams are standing on the sidelines, you know? Well, and you're, and two outside linebackers, Adafi Owe, David Ajabo is on IR. Right. You know, you're, you're without your top cornerback, your top safety, and two of your top pass rushers, yep. your outside linebackers, yep. right? And so for the defense to do what it did today, despite all that, is pretty remarkable. I think, um, Credit to Kyle Van Noy, you know, get signed. Sure. I thought yeah, short Noy, stint yep. on the practice squad for him. Okay, you know, just just about a, you know forty eight hours on the practice squad. Then he gets called up to the active roster. Ends up playing like a fairly significant role in this game, and I thought it did a pretty good job. You know, guy gets signed off the street, and you know, I don't know what his snap count was, but I yep. thought he did a pretty good debut. And then also, yeah, had some early pressure, had a pass breakup, got his hands on a ball that would have been a first down. Yep. It looked and to then, be. Uh, um, yeah, I thought our guy, it was good. Uh, our guy, Jadavion Clowney, another friend of the lounge, friend of the lounge, you know, <clears throat> talk about though, <laughs> he's going to be, he was salty about Miss Saxon <laughs> so far. He had about four <laughs> of them. The thing that was funny to me is we talked to it, by the way, great interview with him. Like loved that interview with him. Uh, if you haven't yeah. seen it, you know, go back and check it out. But like, like he, he mentioned in that interview like man i should have more sacks this year and he was really bummed about that and he had about four of them slip through his fingertips and he even on ones where like he didn't ever like touch the quarterback he was like right there like i'm broderick washington sack if brody's not there Clowney cleans that up and gets a sack like there was there was plenty plays of that so he doesn't get a sack but he does get a bunch of pressures and uh i thought he played a great game yeah totally uh Got to credit also Geno Stone, yeah. second interception of the season. Kyle Hamilton, another friend of the lounge, gets his first interception. Mama, mama gets to count yeah, that, that one. Well, it's kind of funny though. It is kind of funny because like you didn't really get to fully celebrate it. Like the game just is over, you know. So it's like, he, yeah, his first interception gets. I don't know. I he saw did, him doing he did, the Lamar but, like, guys thing. Guys are walking on the field. Like you know, guys came up to celebrate with him. I saw Lamar and Marlon and Marcus Williams out there. So like they got a little celebration. Yeah. But, like, you know, the broadcast is like doesn't even show the replay. They're like, all right, and that does it here in Cleveland. Yeah, but that's pretty sweet to just <laughs> end the good. game it's on a nice. pick. You know, and you know the Ravens defense, that when they had that long run, they're like, nah, we're not oh, giving up a touchdown. They did not want to give up that touchdown. They did not want to give up a touchdown there. So it's no. it, it, he, he, he earned it. You know, he got, he got the pick. But yep. I don't know that he got the full celebration, you know, that he probably would have loved. Yeah. I thought Kyle he's, played another fantastic awesome game, by the way. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's been one of the Ravens' best defensive players, no doubt about it, right? He, he Roquan, PQ, Jadavion. I mean, they have been – and Brandon Stevens, gosh, you know, you shouting out guys. Um, but for sure, Kyle Hamilton has really come into his own, I think, in year two. And the tackling 
is really just flying to the ball and the the really good tackling I think is making a big difference for this defense. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think that like you know just the, in, on the tackling real quick like in past years there have been times where like you know guys are slipping through tackles. Like the Ravens don't miss tackles this year. Like Patrick Queen mm-hmm. doesn't miss any tackles. Roquan Smith doesn't miss any tackles. Samuel yep, Kyle Hamilton like, been really good. They don't miss anything. And like I think all of that has as part of the reason this defense has been as good as it is. Um, well, we got to talk. We got to talk about Roquan and the bulletin board yes. material. To your big point, to your <laughs> question, Garrett. You big point. They're talking about it on the broadcast. I'm like, oh, Garrett, are they going to name you? <laughs> I was just waiting for him to name you. You know, team reporter Garrett Downing uh-huh. asked Roquan Smith what it's like to play on the road and how much motivation that gives you. Well, well. I, I think if you, you know, on that broadcast, my guys, Ian Eagle and Charles Davis pointed out that some in the media, like yourself, like yourself, yeah, right. yeah, some, right. some in the media took those comments out of context and uh, tried to make I watched it, Final Drive this week and you seemed to draw <laughs> tried, a highlight. Was tried to make some more out of it than it was. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing about like his, the, the bulletin board comments, like in all seriousness, the point he was making is like when he, his mentality is when he goes on the road, like he's, you know that you're playing in their house in front of their friends yeah. and family, and you want to embarrass him. That's the way he had. That's the attitude yeah, that he the, takes. It was it, it, the whole thing wasn't a shot at the Browns. It was not a that's shot at just the how Roquan Smith. That's how Roquan Smith approaches every road like, game. And guess what? The next road game was in Cleveland. So yeah, that's what he wants to do in Cleveland. But that's what he's gonna want to do in Pittsburgh next week too. Yeah, he's like, and he said it today when he was asked about it. Like, first of all, he doesn't care. Like the the idea of bullets and board material. That's clearly something that doesn't bother him because he, as he said today, if you need bullets and more material to get fired up for a, a game like what are you doing so he doesn't buy into that notion <laughs> mm-hmm. at all he also like he does set the tone with that and like you know you could you could see in the press conference after the game today like guys rallied around him you know it sounded like you know in the locker room and there's people were fired up and john harbaugh said that like look roquan set the tone this week kind of with those comments yep. and, and he backed it and up and he backed it up and the guys also had his back so it's like mm-hmm. so that's, so it all. That's what I, I I love that too, man. I love Roquan Smith has major Ray Lewis vibes. Totally major Ray Lewis vibes to me, and I I, I mean I, I love that dude. And I talked about I talked to him about it Friday in the locker room because I saw you know the the article that was written up in Cleveland about how they were passing around it was bulletin board material in there, and I said to Roquan just kind of you know just kind of chatting in his locker. I said, "What do you, did you see this? He hadn't seen it." Hadn't seen the article that it was bulletin board material in Cleveland. And he said, I was like, what do you think? He was just like, I don't care. Don't care. And and gave basically the same quote that if you need bulletin board material, you're, you're playing the game for the wrong reasons. Like, I'm going to play it one way. I only know how to play the game one way. It's 100 miles per hour every single time. Right. And, and, and I think that, you know, and he didn't say this, but I think that there's another element where like Roquan loves being the bully. Like he loves being in your head. Like he he's just like gonna t- he says it matter of factly that's how this is what I think and I'm gonna back it up and you're gonna know it <laughs> like this is where I stand and like I think I think he he relishes well that's that. the thing like it's that that's the thing that I think is really funny about all of it with Roquan like I don't think it's like this contrived thing where he's like trying to like oh I'm gonna. I'm gonna. He's not trying to make headlines yeah. or make social media waves. Like, dude's not even on social media. He doesn't care anything about yeah, that. Yeah, he's like this. I'm just telling you matter of factly how I approach it when I go play a road game. Like, that's just what I do. That's what I think. That's how I act. That's that's what I think. Yep. So, and I'm, and he's like straightforward, chest out, like he says, whatever. Yeah. 
Sunset, no regrets, chest out, head up, whatever. He's got a like, bunch of good one-liners. That's, he's got all that's how it works yeah. for him. Like, he's just, if he feels that way, he's going to say it, and he's not scared. Nope. Yeah, and, and he said it like... And this Ravens defense plays like it ain't scared. Well, he, like, they take their marching orders from him and the way he carries himself. And, like, you just see that percolating through the entire defense. You know, when we had him on the podcast, it was in the offseason, and there was two points that he made kind of on this subject. One was, we want all the smoke this year. Like, not... Yep. And then also... I'm not scared. Like I wasn't born scared. He said, I wasn't born scared. Don't plan on dying scared. Like that's just not how I'm wired. So like, he's not going to like shy away from like being a tone setter or like playing the game, you know, to the whistle or, you know, big hits, like physical, all of that. Like that's just how he operates. And I love it. I just think he's been, we've said it a million times. He's been such a great addition to this team. And I think you saw it this week. Oh, in the game. Oh, you and see, you've the seen week. it since he came. I mean, he's the best inside linebacker in the game right yeah. now. And 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 I don't. I, and he and PQ. I was say, PQ might are the be best two. tandem. <laughs> are the best? <laughs> right, exactly. They're the best tandem in the league, and I don't even think it's close. And they talked that smoke at the start of the year and said we're gonna and we're gonna be this. We're gonna be the best duo, and they're backing it up. And like I see a lot of P, you know PQ. Like he's been talking that talk too since the start of the year, and he's backing it up. And so, like, those two guys, Roquan, 10 tackles, uh, you know, Patrick Queen, five tackles. Roquan's pass coverage, I think, is really, like, two pass breakups for Roquan Smith. Like, he talked to, you know, just speaking more to the X's and O's, you know, he spoke this offseason about how he had really devoted himself in the film room to pass coverage and understanding concepts more and all that stuff. And I think we've seen that come to fruition. His pass coverage has been excellent. Yeah, just maybe – uh you know, a, a foot away from potentially picking one or both those balls off. Like he was close. Yeah, two hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been that. That would have been tough. When you watch yeah, the, yeah. the replay, you're like, that was a pretty tough. Play. No, th- those he didn't muff. Those. Yeah, they weren't really like it wasn't one that he should have had. It's not like oh, I should have had that one, but it was right. close. Maybe you know, right. a foot closer, he makes he he picks that off. And I think on one of them, he kind of pointed over to the sideline. Says so like, almost I almost had that one. You know, it was close. Yep, 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 for sure. So dominant, dominant defensive performance. Who's the number one defense today? Today, it's the Ravens. Today, it's the Ravens. Yeah. And, you know, by the end of the year, by the end of the year, I think the Ravens are going to be up there. Maybe maybe they'll be at the top. They'll be close. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna be one of the best defenses in the league. And I think, and I think Cleveland's going to be one of the best defenses in the league, too. Yep. Um, they're, they're legit. Yeah. I think health is, is going to be a factor there. And just in terms of the health updates, like John Harbaugh really didn't have much after the game. All he said was Morgan Moses is going to get an MRI. You know, Moses left the game with a shoulder. Daryl Wardley left the game with a shoulder. Jalen Armour Davis left the game with a hamstring. So the injuries continue. That's you know that's the that's the disappointment here. You know, especially I mean, Morgan Moses. Yeah, Morgan Moses would be a t- that would be a very tough blow. I mean, Daryl Wardley he's been playing well. You know, the Ravens. Uh, Marcus Williams was scratched for this game. You know, as he looked like he was on the right track to play in this game after getting a couple full practices this week, coming back from the pectoral, but ends up being a scratch. I don't know. You know, could could DTR being the quarterback have anything to do with that? I don't. I don't know. Um, but you know, gets a, another game to kind of get another week to get a little bit healthier. Um, but you would presume once he's back, you know, Worley's probably back to. You know, you don't need Worley in a starting role, obviously. Um. But because you'll have Marcus, Gino, and Kyle Hamilton can still play in slot or whatever. Mm. Arthur Millette, though, I thought played pretty well. Yeah, he also um, he briefly he returned to the, game, to the but field. He came back. Yeah, uh, yep, he came back. I thought he he, play, he played well. 
Uh, another, you know, he's a slot option for the Ravens. But if you lose Moses, that would be tough. Yeah, Moses has been playing really well, really dependable guy. Uh, big fingers crossed on that. Yeah, one. And, and Moses is going to do everything he can to be out there. I mean, this is a guy that doesn't miss games. He takes a lot of pride in yep. being out there and available every game. Yep. And so if if he's out, you know, it's it's would be a you know it's a serious injury. Um, and so fingers crossed that it's not something that's going to be long term. Yeah. Well. Well. You know. You talk about that. Ronnie Stanley, once he comes back at left tackle, that would free up McCarry to play right tackle if needed too. I mean, you have Falele, but McCarry would also be an option there. <laughs> McCarry might end up starting 15 games. Seriously. I mean, the, the Ravens <laughs> said that like the the value of, of McCarry is, yeah. is is his ability to do that. that dude's, you know, it'd be yeah, interesting. I don't know if they would put Falele there or if they would move McCarry there. You know, I think that, yeah, I don't know. that that would be something that's interesting to to watch to see how that, what their approach is there. Um so it, and, and it's just speaking of injury news, uh, Kenny Pickett, you know, left left uh, Pittsburgh's game. I, did did he come back? I'm not sure, but he left with a knee injury, from what I saw. I mean, you look around the division, right? You're not going to get any sympathy from Baltimore, who's seen Lamar Jackson go on the shelf down the stretch two straight years, right? But you now have Joe Burrow still dealing with the calf, or, or so it seems. The Bengals lo- lost in a blowout in Tennessee. Burrow threw for I think 100 under 100 yards. Um, so he's dealing with that. Now you have Deshaun Watson, who Evan Washburn reported it's not just a shoulder bruise. I mean, we're talking rotator cuff stuff, which could put him on the shelf for some period of time. Or, you know, Tyler Huntley kind of dealt with some shoulder stiffness and stuff, and he had to play through it, and it was tough. It limits you. So he's either out or limited, it would seem. And, and then Kenny Pickett, we'll see on the knee. But all of a sudden, or you look around the AFC North, and, and there's quarterback injury issues. Well, yeah, then add in the fact that, like, you know the Ravens are in a great position right now. <laughs> they beat the Browns twenty-eight to three. The Steelers, yeah, the Steelers get smoked by the Titans. Um, you know, well, you, I mean, you have two road AFC North wins in your pocket right now. If you can go to Pittsburgh and get a three, you're you're in really good position. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I said Titans, but I meant Texans. Thirty to six for the Steelers. Twenty-seven to three. The Bengals lost, and then twenty-eight three. So tough day for the AFC North, except for the Ravens. You know, so they're sitting there; they're the one. Take they're the, size them up. Is it an AFC North size them up? Size, it's size them up. Size, size everything up. Size it all up. Um, <laughs> and like, yeah, that's 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 big. That's big. You've you've won two games on the road, and and as John Harbaugh said after the game, like. You know, it's a start. You know, he wasn't sizing anything up. Yeah. You know, we're saying size him no, up, but John Harbaugh was certainly wasn't. That, yeah. Basically, it's 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 a good start. Um, but like we all said when when the schedule came out, if you can if you can win, if you can get ahead in the division, winning these road games, you just put yourself in a great spot, a really great spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the schedule here is going to be tough with you know with London and the Lions coming back from that. Like it's a tough schedule on the horizon here. Well. Well, and it, the crazy part is the way the Ravens have done it despite all the injuries. Yeah. That's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Three and one, you really easily could have had multiple chances of being 4 0. And you've been missing a lot of really good players. Yep. Yep. Totally. That's pretty incredible. All right. Before we wrap up, we, you know, we get some instant emails once games end, which I always enjoy. You can always email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl. Dinette. Patrick Kuhn said uh, the Ravens defense stepped up and played amazing. Dogs be hunting. Okay, so he's Ouch. he's he's playing into the dog thing. Offense stepped up and played amazing, but there's still plenty to improve. But I'll take that dub. Kyle Riker wrote, "What a game!" 
Yes, people are going to say rookie quarterback this, rookie quarterback that, and there's some weight to that. However, the defense shut down the run game all the same. They locked down open field tacklers. <laughs> Kyle's got to watch the typos because he didn't write shut down. Yeah, the you, you like that? I, I quickly added. <laughs> well done. I quickly Just added that on the fly. Note to Kyle: <laughs> If you're emailing your boss, you got to watch the typos, buddy. <laughs> Um, he said, look at Lamar, baby. Browns came up, came in, a solid defense, number one on paper. And uh, Lamar reminded the media, the competition, and most importantly, the naysayers, that he is elite. Okay. So um, and he, he also has a dog reference. It's time to celebrate. We are the top dog today. Dogs. He also said, by the way, you know, you said Mark Andrews is the dog, but he says if Roquan Smith ain't this week's dog, you're crazy. It's true. I mean, that's... We're going to have to go to the tape. We're going to have to go to the tape for the top dog. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back with uh, with that episode coming up later this week, and you can uh, sit on the edge of your seat waiting on who's going to be Nick's top dog of the week. <laughs> and uh, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this win, and we'll be back with you soon. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.